चैप्टर थ्री हाउ टू हैव अ कॉन्स्टेंट एनर्जी अ मेजर लीग बेसबॉल पीचर वन स्पीच अ गेम वेन द टेम्परेचर वॉज ओवर वन हंड्रेड डिग्रीज ही लॉस्ट सेवरल पाउंड्स एज अ रिजल्ट ऑफ द आफ्टरनून एक्सर्शन एट वन स्टेज ऑफ द गेम हिज एनर्जी सैच हिज मेथड फॉर रिस्टोरिंग हिज एबिंग स्ट्रेंथ वॉज यूनिक He simply repeated a passage from the Old Testament. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Frank Hiller, the preacher who had this experience, told me that reciting this verse on the preacher's mount actually gave him a renewal of strength so that he was able to complete the game with energy to spare he explained the technique by saying i passed a powerful energy products producing through my mind how we think we feel has a definite effect on how we actually feel physically if your mind tells you that you are tired the body mechanism the nerves and the muscles accept the fact if your mind is intensely interested you can keep on at an activity indefinitely religion functions through our thoughts in fact it is a system of thought discipline by supplying attitudes of faith to the mind it can increase energy it helps you to accomplish prodigious activity by suggesting that you have ample support and resources of power a friend in connicut an energetic man full of vitality and vigor says that he goes to church regularly to get his batteries recharged his concept is sound god is the source of all energy energy in the universe atomic energy electrical energy and spiritual energy indeed every form of energy derives from the creator The Bible emphasizes this point when it says he giveth power to the faith and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. In another statement the Bible describes the energizing and re-energizing process. In him we live that is have vitality and move that is have dynamic energy. and have our being that is attain completeness contact with god establishes within us a flow of the same type of energy that recreate the world and that renews spring time every year when in spiritual contact with god through our thought process the divine energy flows through the personality and automatically renewing the original creative act 
when contact with the divine energy is broken the personality and gradually becomes depleted in body and mind and spirit an electronic clock connected with an outlet does not run down and will continue indefinitely to keep accurate time unplug it and the clock stops it has lost contact with the power flowing through the universe in general this process is operative in human experience though in a less mechanical manner a number of years ago i attended a lecture at which a speaker asserted before a large audience that he had not been tired in 30 years he explained that 30 years before he had passed through a spiritual experience in which by self surrender he had made contact with the divine power from then on he possessed sufficient energy for all of his activities and these were previous years he so obviously illustrated his teachings that everyone in that vast audience was profoundly impressed to me it was a revelation of that fact that in our consciousness we can tap a reservoir of boundless power as a result of which it is not necessary to suffer a depletion of energy for years i have studied and experimented with the ideas which this speaker outlined and which others have expounded and demonstrated and it is my conviction that the principles of christianity scientifically utilized can develop an uninterrupted and continuous flow of energy into the human mind and body these findings were corroborated by a prominent physician with whom i was discussing a certain man whom we both know this man whose responsibilities are very heavy works from morning until night without a interruption but always seems able to assume new obligations he has the knack of handling his work easily and with efficiency i commented to the physician that i hoped this man was not settling a dangerous pace that might possibly lead to a breakdown the physician shook his head no he replied as his physician i do not think there is a, any danger of crack up and the reason is that he is thoroughly well organized individual with no energy leaks in his makeup he operates a well regulated machine he handles things with easy power and carries burdens without strain he never wastes an ounce of energy but every effort is applied with maximum force how do you account for this efficiency this seemingly boundless energy i asked physician studied for a moment the answer is that he is normal individual emotionally well integrated and what is more important 
he is soundly religious person from his religion he has learned how to avoid drainage of power his religion is workable and usable mechanism for preventing energy leaks it is not hard work that drains off energy but emotional upheaval and this man is entirely free from that increasingly people are realizing that the maintenance of sound spiritual life is important in enjoying energy and personality force the body is designed to produce all needed energy over an analyzing long period of time if the individual takes reasonable care of his body from the standpoint of proper diet exercise sleep no physical abuse the body will produce and maintain astonishing energy and sustain itself in good health if he gives similar attention to a well balanced emotional life energy will be conserved but if he fall allows energy leaks caused by hereditary or self imposed emotional reaction of a debilitating nature he will be lacking in vital force the natural state of individual when body mind and spirit work harmoniously is that of a continuous replacement of necessary energy mrs thomas a edison with whom i often discussed the habits and characteristics of her famous husband the world's greatest inventive wizard told me that it was mr edison's custom to come into the house from his laboratory after many hours of labor and lie down on his old couch she said he would fall asleep as naturally as a child in perfect relaxation sinking into a deep and uncontrollable slumber after 3 or 4 or something 5 hours he would become instantly wide awake completely refreshed and eager to return to his work mrs edison in answer to my request that she analyze her husband's ability to rest in a manner so natural and complete said he was nat- nature's man by which she meant that she he was completely in harmony with nature and with god in him there were no obsessions no disorganization no conflicts no mental quakers no emotional instability he worked until he needed to sleep then he slept soundly and arose and returned to his work he lived for many years and was in many respects that the most creative mind ever to appear on the american continent he drew his energy from emotional self mastery the ability to relax completely his amazingly harmonious relationship with the universe caused nature to reveal to him its inscrutable secrets every great personality i have ever known and i have known many who has demonstrated the capacity for prodigious work has been a person in tune with infinite every such person seems in harmony with nature and in contact with the divine energy they have not necessarily been pious people but invariably they have been extraordinarily well organized from an emotional and psychological point of view it is fear resentment the projection of parental faults upon people when they are children inner conflicts 
and obsessions that throw off balance the finally equated nature thus causing under expenditure of natural force the longer i live the more i am convinced that neither age nor circumstances need to deprive us of energy and vitality we are at least or we are at last awakening to the close relationship between religion and health we are beginning to comprehend a basic truth hitherto neglected that our physical condition is determined very largely by our emotional condition and our emotional life is profoundly regulated by our thought life all through its pages the bible talks about vitality and force and life the supreme overall world of the bible is life and life means vitality to be filled with energy jesus stated the key of expression i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly this does not rule out of pain or suffering or difficulty but the clear implication is that if a person practices the creative and recreative principles of christianity he can live with power and energy the practice of the above mentioned principles will serve to bring a person into the proper tempo of living our energies are destroyed because of the high tempo the abnormal pace at which we go the conversation of energy depends upon the getting your personality speed synchronized with the rate of god's movement god is in you if you are going at one rate and god at another you are tearing yourself apart though the miles of god grind slowly yet they grind exceeding small the mills of most of us grind very rapidly and so they grind poorly when we become attuned to god's rhythm we develop a normal tempo within ourselves and energy flows freely the hectic habits of this age have many disastrous effect a friend of mine commented upon an observation made by her aged father He said that in early days when a young man came courting in the evening he sat with his intended in the parlor time in those days was measured by the deliberate ponderous strokes of the grandfather clock which has a very long pendulum it seems to say there is a plenty of time there is a plenty of time there is a plenty of time but modern clocks having a shorter pendulum with a swifter stroke seen to say time to get busy time to get busy time to get busy everything is speeded up and for that reason many people are tired the solution is to get into the time synchronization of almighty god one way to do this is by doing out some warm day and lying down on the earth get your ears close down to the ground and listen you will hear all manner of sounds you will hear the sound of the wind in the trees and the murmur of the insects and you will discover presently that there is in all these sounds a well regulated tempo you cannot get that tempo by listening to traffic in the city streets for it is lost in the confusion of sound you can get it in church where you hear the word of god and the great hymns truth vibrates to god's tempo in church but you can also find it in a factory if you have a mind to it a friend of mine 
an industrialist in a large plant in Ohio, told me that the best workmen in his plant are those who get into harmony with the rhythm of machine on which they are working. He declares that if a worker will work in harmony with the rhythm of his machine, he will not be tired at the end of the day. He points out that the machine is an assembling of parts according to the law of God. When you love a machine and get to it, know it, you will be aware that it has a rhythm. It is one with the rhythm of the body, of the nerves, of the soul. It is in God's rhythm and you can work with that machine and not get tired if you are in harmony with it. There is a rhythm of the stove, a rhythm of the typewriter, a rhythm of the office, a rhythm of an automobile, a rhythm of your job. So to avoid tiredness and to have energy, feel your way into the essential rhythm of Almighty God and all His works. To accomplish this, relax physically. Then conceive of your mind as likewise relaxing. Follow this mentally by visualizing the soul as becoming quiescent. Then pray as follows. Dear God, You are the source of all energy. You are the source of the energy in the sun, in the atom, in all flesh, in the bloodstream, in the mind. I hereby draw energy from you as from an illuminable source. Then practice believing that you receive energy. Keep in tune with the infinite. Of course, many people are tired simply because they are not interested in anything. Nothing ever moves them deeply. To some people, it makes no difference what's going on or how things go. Their personal concerns are superior even to all crises in human history. Nothing makes any real differences to them except their own little worries, their desires and their hates. They wear themselves out staving around about a lot of inconsequential things that around that to amount to nothing. So they become tired. They even become sick. The surest way not to become tired is to lose yourself in something in which you have a pre-found conviction. A famous statesman who made seven speeches in one day was still boundless in energy. Why are you not tired after making seven speeches? I asked. Because, he said, I believe absolutely in everything I said in those speeches. I am enthusiastic about my convictions. That's the secret. He was on fire for something. He was pouring himself out and you never lose energy and vitality in so doing. You only lose energy when life becomes dull in your mind. Your mind gets bored and therefore tired doing nothing. You don't have to be tired. Get interested in something. Get absolutely enthralled in something. Throw yourself into a white with abundance. Get out of yourself. Be somebody. Do something. Don't sit around mowing about things, reading the papers and saying, why don't they do something? The man who is out day doing something isn't tired. If you are not getting into good causes, no wonder you are tired. You are distinguishing. You are deteriorating. You are dying on the wine. The more you lose yourself in something bigger than yourself, 
the more energy you will have you don't have to time to think about yourself and get bogged down in your emotional difficulties to live with constant energy it is important to get your emotional faults corrected you will never have full energy until you do in a midwestern city i was asked to talk with a man formerly a very nice reactive citizen of that community who had suffered an acute decline in vitality it was thought by his associates that he had a stroke this impression was given by the shuffling manner in which he moved by an, an extraordinary lethargic attitude and by his complete detachment of himself from the activities to which he had formerly given a large portion of his time he sat despondently in his chair hour after hour and often he would weep he exhibited many of the symptoms of nervous breakdown I arranged to see him in my hotel room at certain hour. My door was open and through it I could see the elevator. I chanced to be looking in that direction when the elevator door opened and this man came shuffling down the hall. It seemed that at any moment he would topple over and he gave every evidence of scarcely being able to negotiate the distance i asked him to be seated and engaged him in conversation which conversation was rather fruitless for it revealed little enlightenment because of his tendency to complain about his condition and his inability to give thoughtful consideration to my question this was apparently due to his enormous self pity When I asked him if he would like to be well he looked up at me in the most intense and pathetic manner His dispersion was revealed by his answer which was that he would give anything in the world if he could regain the energy and interest in life which he formerly enjoyed I began to draw out of him certain facts regarding his life and experience these were all of a very intimate nature and many of them so deeply embedded in his consciousness that it was with the utmost difficulty that his personality yielded them up they had to do with the old infantile attitudes fears that stemmed from earlier days most of them deriving from the mother child relationship not a few guilt situation appeared it seemed that over the course of the year these factors had accumulated like drifting sand across the channel of river the flow of power was gradually decreased so that an insufficient amount of energy was passing through the man's mind 
was in such a complete state of retreating that a process of reasoning and enlightenment seemed quite impossible. I sought for guidance and found myself quite to my surprise standing beside him and placing my hand upon his head. I prayed asking God to heal the man. I suddenly became aware of what seemed to be passing of power through my hand which rested upon his hand. I hastened to add that there is no healing power in my hand but now and then a human being is used as channel and when it was evidently so in this instance for presently the man looked up with an expression of the utmost happiness and peace and he simply said he was here he touched me i feel entirely different from this time on his improvement was pronounced and at the present time he is practically his old self again except for the fact that he now possesses a quite and severe confidence which was not present previously apparently the clogged channel in his personality through which the passage of power has been impeded was opened by an act of faith and the free flow of energy was renewed the facts suggested by his by this incident are that such healings do not take place and that a gradual accumulation of psychological factors can cut off the flow of energy the further fact is stressed that these same factors are susceptible to the power of faith to disintegrate them and thus reopen the channel of the divine human energy within an individual the effect of guilty and fear feelings on energy is widely recognized by all authorities having to do with the problems of human nature the quantity of vital force required to give the personality relief from either guilt or fear or a combination of each is so great that often only a fraction of energy remains for the discharge of the function of living energy drainage occasioned by fear and guilt is of such an amount as to leave little power to be applied to a person's job the result is that he tires quickly not being able to meet the full requirements of his responsibility he retreats into an apathetic dull listless condition and is indeed even ready to give up and fall back sleepily in a state of enervation a businessman was referred to me by a psychiatric whom the patient had been consulting it appeared that the patient generally regarded as quite morally strict upright had become involved with a married woman he had attempted to break off this relationship but was encountering resistance from his partner in fedetly although he had 
earnestly besought her to abandon their practice and allow him to return to his former state of respectability she had threatened him with the possibility that she might enlighten her husband concerning this escapades if he insisted in his desire to seize the relationship the patient recognized the fact that if the husband become appraisal of the situation it would result in disgrace for him in his community he happened to be a prominent citizen and prized his high standing as a result of his fear of exposure and a sense of guilt he had been unable to sleep or rest and since this had gone on for 2 or 3 months he was in a very serious slump in energy and did not possess the vitality to perform his job efficiently in as much as some important matters were pending the situation was serious when the psychiatrist suggested that he see me a clear gman because of his inability to sleep he remonstrated by saying there was no way in which a clergyman could correct the condition which caused his sleepless but on the contrary he felt that a medical doctor might supply effective medication when he stated his attitude to me i simply asked him how he expected to sleep when he had two very annoying and unpleasant bedfellows with whom he was attempting to sleep bedfellows he asked in surprise i have no bedfellows oh yes you have i said and there is no, nobody in this world who can sleep with those two one on either side what do you mean he asked i said you are trying to sleep every night between fear on one side and guilt on other and you are attempting an impossible feat it makes no difference how many sleeping pills you take and you admit you have taken many such pills but they have had no effect upon you the reason they do not affect you is that they cannot reach the deeper levels of your mind where this sleepliness originates and which is siphoning off your energy you must eradicate fear and guilt before you will ever be able to sleep and regain your strength we dealt with the fear which was of exposure by the simple expedient of getting him ready in mind to face whatever might ensue as a result of doing the right thing which was of course to break off the relationship regardless of consequences i assured him that whatever he did that was right would turn out right one never does wrong by doing right i urged him to put the matter in god's hand and simply do the right thing leaving the outcome to god 
he did that not without trepidation but with considerable sincerity just the same the woman either through shrewdness or some expression of her own better nature or through the more doubtful expedient of transferring her affection elsewhere releasing him the guilt was handled by seeing god's forgiveness when this is sincerely sought it is never denied and our patient for found surcease and relief it was astonishing how when this double weight was lifted from his mind his personality once again began to function normally he was able to sleep he found peace and renewal of strength energy quickly returned a wiser and thankful man he became able to carry on his normal activities a not infrequent case of diminishing energies staleness the pressure monotony and unceasing continuity of responsibilities dull the freshness of mind which a person must have to approach his work successfully as an athlete goes stale so does the individual whatever his occupation tend to come upon dry and afraid periods during such a condition of mind the expenditure of greater energy is required to do with difficulty what one formerly did with comparative ease as a result the vital powers are hard to put it in to supply the force required and the individual often loses his grip and power a solution for this state of mind was employed by by a prominent business leader president of the board of trustees of a certain university a professor who had formerly been outstanding and extraordinarily popular had begun begun to slip in teaching ability and in the power of interest students it was the verdict of the student as well as the private opinion of the trustees that this teacher must either recover his former capacity to teach with interest and enthusiasm or it would be necessary to replace him this latter expedient was entertained with hesitancy for the reason that there still remained a normal expectancy of several active years before he reached the age of retirement the businessman above referred to asked the professor to come to his office and announced to him that the board of trustees was giving him a 6 months leave of absence with all expenses paid and with fully salary there was only one stipulation and that was that he go away to a place of rest and give himself over a gaining a complete renewal of strength and energy the businessman invited him to use a cabin which he himself owned in a wilderness setting and made the curious suggestion that he take no books except one book the bible he suggested that the professor's daily program be walking fishing and some manual work in the garden 
that he read the bible every day for such a period as would enable him to read the book through three times in the 6 months he further suggested that he memorize as many passage as possible for the purpose of saturating his mind with the great words and ideas which the book contains the business businessman said i believe that if you spend 6 months outdoors chopping wood digging in the soil reading the bible and fishing in the deep lakes you will become a new man the professor agreed to this unique proposal he adjust his adjustment to this radically different mode of life was an easier one than he or anyone who knew him expected in fact he was surprised to find that he actually liked it after he became conditioned to active outdoor living he discovered that he it had an immense appeal for his him he missed his intellectual associates and his reading for a while but forced back upon the bible his only book he became immersed in it and to his amazement found as he put it a library within itself in its pages he found faith and peace and power in 6 months he was a new man the businessman now tells me that this professor has become as he puts it a person of compelling power stillness passed away the old time energy returned power surged back zest for living was renewed Thank you.